Welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and that, of course, was the theme to The West Wing, Aaron Sorkin's epic television show about life inside the White House. And we started with that today because we're going to spend the hour today, Election Day, not talking about politics or candidates or issues. Instead, we're going to talk about music, music that makes you think about America or patriotism or the presidency. Of course, I have lots of things that any time I hear, any time I hear even the opening strains of certain things, it makes me think about those things. And uh, I want to hear from you this hour. 313-577-1019 is the number. What song gets you all patriotic? What song maybe makes you mad about America? What song makes you feel truly American? And which songs do you hear just those opening notes of and think about the president? Of course, we are deciding today who will be our president for the next four years. We figured you have enough on your mind and uh, we'll take a break from that and have some fun. Joining me in studio to go through lots of songs is uh, Andalisi, host of Andalisi's Essential Music here on WDET, and Rob Reinhart, also host of Rob Reinhart's Essential Music and Acoustic Cafe here. Well, thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. It's great Good to see morning. you guys. And are we, we're supposed to have fun? I didn't realize we were supposed to have fun. I actually, you know, when it gets into this political music thing, <laughs> right? it's a lot sometimes, of fun sometimes. That's right. Sometimes you start an argument. Exactly. Of, uh, yeah. Well, so, you know, we have lots of songs that we want to get to, uh, and I, I, I'm worried that, of course, we won't get to all of them in the hour. But but just up front, uh, each of you talk a little about the role that music plays in evoking those kinds of emotions. I mean, it, music is, of course, evocative of lots of things, but, but the idea that music can be evocative of patriotism or Americanism or ideas about the presidency, I think, is a, is a sort of subcategory of that that's really interesting on a day like this. Yeah. Rob? Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it is interesting. And, uh, and uh, for me, um, patriotic feelings have always been sort of associated with this concept of protest music. I have sort of seen this in the modern era really as being about protest music. I was kind of raised with it. I was just thinking about it actually on the way in this morning that the very first single that I bought when I was a kid, I was a tiny kid. Um, I bought uh, the Beatles. Hey Jude. Uh The flip side of that was revolution. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what I discovered. Like I was like, Oh yeah. Hey Jude's kind of nice. And boy, is it long. And I would turn it over (laughs) and there's this like energetic rock and roll song about revolution. And I, you know, I didn't, I had no idea what they were talking about. And then within a few years, you know, John Sinclair, who's just in town this week, John Sinclair, you know, this rally at Chrysler arena. And so I just sort of, I was raised with this notion (laughs) that, Rock stars come to town uh, to <laughs> sing about protest and, and to politics. protest the government <laughs> and the things that are going on. It's like, this is just the way it is. So that's, right. that's kind of what I was raised with. And I, and I, and I uh, raised myself with that. Uh, my parents were not in that camp at all. They were fairly conservative <laughs> folks. Um, so, yeah, to me, this has always been important yeah. and it's always there. Yeah, I know a lot of people say, well, there's no good protest music. There really is. There's always protest music because there's always something to protest. Yeah, right, so to right. me, that's what po- that's what political <laughs> that's music what is political all about. Music is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting to watch the election. You know, one of the things that kept coming up during uh, this election season was what music the candidates were using at their rallies, which artists 
said to certain candidates, yeah. don't use my music anymore. Right, right. You know, so that happens cert- every presidential campaign. And it happens campaign, every right? campaign where artists will come out and say, you know what, I don't want you using my music. I did not condone this and what have you. And then even last night, you know, both candidates had people performing at their rallies. Ted Nugent was performing at Donald Trump's rally. And Lady Gaga and Bruce Springsteen were performing um, for Hillary Clinton last night. And so even up until the very end, yeah. the, the very last thing that they did, they had uh, people there with them, artists there with them performing. And so, you know, music is the soundtrack of our lives, no matter what you're talking about. But it certainly is a soundtrack for politics more than we probably consider sometimes. Yeah. So um, we certainly want to know what you think. Uh, you can call us at 577-1019, area code 313, of course, and let us know about the songs that, as Rob said, you know, that shaped your idea about what a protest song exactly. was. Who were those artists? You know, some of them are quite obvious, and then there are some songs that are just long-lasting, like America the Beautiful. Yeah. And, of know, course, and we're going to play, gonna talk about we're gonna play that songs. one later, yeah. and we're going to play the best version of that the yeah. one that i think that <laughs> should probably be our national anthem yeah, yeah. but it's not but uh, we'll we'll talk about that in a, in a little bit bill shea who is a reporter at crane's detroit business is weighing in on twitter about this question he says uh it should be copeland's fanfare for the common man mm-hmm. no very familiar song but he says today feels like the end by the doors <laughs> which is one of the darkest songs i can remember yes, hearing is. so uh you know it's a, i suppose it depends on what your frame of mind is is, is like oh, i love this song but this is this is not patriotic <laughs> it's, it's sort of suicidal right <laughs> Today is the end, though. I mean, we're going to put this election to bed. Right, it is the end of something today. Let's hope it's not the end of the things that we cherish. (laughs) All right. Uh, Again, 313 577 1019 to join in uh, talking about songs that make you feel patriotic or feel like you want to protest uh, this country. Uh, Songs that remind you of. The presidency again three one three five seven seven one one nine. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We will work your comments into the conversation. All right, uh, go ahead, Rob. No, I, I was just going to say that it's also interesting that these songs from the golden era of protest music. People seem to think that like this period from like sixty eight to seventy two is this golden era of protest music, and if you think about what was happening. The people who were actually on the farthest left, and remember that, you know, at that time, the Democratic Party was in absolute shambles. And it was the people on the far left who were agitating with their music. But now you sort of have the far right, which is kind of in disarray. And you're not hearing that same kind of, uh, you know, protest music around that movement dissolving. That's interesting. That's an interesting comparison. Yeah, I mean, it it hasn't really been an equal... uh, 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 an equal balance of, of creativity on either side. Um, it's been interesting. I mean, and now also people are working in their little silos more than ever before. So, you know, it's very hard to have this mass audience. Also, the artists are very fearful of alienating anybody. Yes, right. So, I mean, it, as and this is all about the evolution of popular music and how this has actually become a big business, and now it's a smaller business, <laughs> and, you know, how people uh, want to identify with their audience. So you really, you see some artists who are coming out with endorsements, but they're not actually creating around that endorsement. Right, right. It's a different, it's, yeah. a, it's sort of a different music. thing. That's really interesting. You can use my music, you can use it in a commercial, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, but they, there's sort of a line 
I think that artists get very leery of yeah. crossing. Yeah. And and back then, you know, Bob Dylan didn't care. You know, that's right. right. Bob Dylan right. didn't care. Crosby, Stills, and Nash didn't care. Neil Young didn't care. These guys didn't care if they alienated their audience. Now, and if an artist goes out on stage and they make a blatantly political statement yeah, yeah. or sing a blatantly political song, they know that they are alienating probably fifty yeah, percent of the house. Yeah. I mean, I think- the the most recent example I can think of that is. Probably Kanye West uh, after the after Katrina, when he goes on television and says, you know, George Bush don't care, care about black people. The backlash to that uh, was was really intense, uh, and and I don't know that that I don't know that caused him to throttle himself in any way. I mean, he's a pretty outrageous character, but but you don't hear him talking a lot about politics. Well, he's going to run for the presidency yeah. in twenty twenty. Right. Yeah, right. Well, okay. you know, you know, the other thing is, is you could make a statement in a concert uh, in nineteen sixty eight. And it might get a little write-up. If you make a comment like that, somebody has it on their phone, and now it, the world knows what Instantly. you just said. Yeah. And so it, the, the, the environment is different. The paradigm is different than it was back then. And it, it, the backlash can be swift, instant, and long-lasting. Yeah, and it can damage your business, right? It can damage uh, your brand. Your brand, right. And so then I think it was easier. You know, Not everybody was going to hear everything that you said or everything that you did. So it is a little bit different now, yeah. but... Um, yeah, we want to know what everybody thinks. You know, yeah. we certainly have our ideas about what we think about patriotic music. Yeah, and, and again, three one three five seven seven one zero one nine to join the conversation. We've got lots of folks waiting already on the phones, Yay. but but before we get to that, uh, let's let's do uh, start with your picks. Uh, and your first pick is one of my favorite artists of all time, and certainly. Uh, I would say one of the top three albums uh, of all time. Yes. Uh, so what 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 is that? <laughs> uh, I picked Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On." Um, it was released in 1971, and you know Marvin Gaye had sort of changed his direction at that point. Yeah. Barry Gordy, not a big fan of Marvin Gaye going in this direction, yeah. and, and this song was actually he was a co-writer of this. This had a lot to do with police brutality and the Vietnam War, so we should listen to yeah. uh, Marvin Gaye here. Uh, words that are as resonant today as when he wrote them. Sure. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find to bring some Of course, is the wonderful Marvin Gaye singing the title track from his album, What's Going On, which, uh, what, what year is that? 1971. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember reading about his decision to do that work and Barry Gordy's reaction and that there was this epic struggle between the two of them as he's writing these songs that, that Barry Gordy hears and is like, this is not pop music. This, this is, is not hurt, yeah. Motown. This is going to kill us. Uh, and of course... Well, the Four Tops were originally going to do this song and they rejected it and said this is too political for us. Although one of the members of the Four Tops was, you know, the the, the primary writer for it, Marvin Gaye, came on later, changed it a little bit, turned it into his own song. But, you know, Marvin Gaye um, was so struck by what was happening and took this chance as only he could. You know, I say about Marvin Gaye, there are certain songs about Marvin Gaye, sexual healing. I know that doesn't have anything to do with politics, but that is one of the songs oh, that yeah? comes to mind. <laughs> Maybe it does. <laughs> That's how I always heard it. I didn't hear politics. <laughs> it's one of the songs that comes to mind that I think in the hands of a lesser artist would have been. Oh, yeah. 
you know, it would have fallen flat very quickly. <laughs> um, but something about the way Marvin Gaye, yeah. even handling this material on what's going on, um, it was done brilliantly, no question about it. And people still cite that album as an influence on them. The songs, as you mentioned, Stephen, are as relevant uh, then today as they were then. Yeah. And it's powerful music, and, you know, uh, we came out of Motown. Yeah. How about that? My favorite track on that album is track two, What's Happening, Brother, which is mm-hmm. just a wonderful sort of conversational you know, I'm back in, in town and all of this stuff is going on and, and I want to relate to somebody who I know and I know knows me. It's just a, it's such a wonderful, oh, no wonderful question. lyrics. I love that no song. question. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Rob, mm. you are next. Uh, uh, no, okay. You know, I'm not, I, I know we're going to play one of them. We're going to yeah, play right? one of them in full, but uh, uh, maybe we should go to the next one on that the list as long one. as we're sort of in the Motown, Motown yeah. uh, uh, mindset here. And, uh, you know, you say, uh, you've both said, you know, that this is still relevant music. It's kind of sad in a way how relevant uh, these songs are. Actually, I picked a few, um, and each one, if you listen to just the first, you know, 45 to 50 seconds, uh-huh. You're going to know. And they're all old songs. One of them is uh, about 10 years old, and then the others are, you know, 40, 50 years old. Yeah, right. And the problems are still, and we're dealing with the exact same (laughs) things. Let's play this, uh, let's play this Temptation song. Yeah, Temptation's uh, Ball of Confusion. There, I mean, really, right? Vote for me and I'll, I'll set, set you free. free. And it's really interesting. I mean, at the time that that was made, of course, we were talking about white flight from the cities Absolutely. into the suburbs. What are we talking about now? We're talking about white flight back, back into the into cities the and the city. displacement yeah. of the African-American population now to the outskirts. That's right. That's it's right. just amazing. I mean, you can flip the thing around. The song is just as relevant now as it was uh, probably 50 years ago. Yeah. That's probably yeah. 1968. No, it's such a wonderful It's such a wonderful track, that bass line. And the bass, bass line. Bass line. Cannot be denied. You can't get around that. Uh, on Twitter, Candace F., who works here, is our media social media uh, guru here at WDET says it's important to note that hip hop was born as protest music, a genre built up from the streets to speak to those streets. Great point uh, to sort of uh, help round out this conversation about uh, about music and the presidency and politics. Uh, all right, we got lots of folks on the phones want to join this conversation. Uh, first up, Jason in Ferndale. Jason, welcome to Detroit today. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's an honor to talk to all three of you. I've spent oh, many hours listening to everyone's listen show. To you. Thank you so much. We we'll put you in an ad for us, <laughs> <laughs> Jason. Uh, what's on your mind? Uh, that was a perfect transition, that social media comment, because um, I was going to say that uh, hip-hop, if anybody thinks there's a shortage of protest music, they're not paying attention to the hip-hop world. And the song that I was going to recommend is called Big Business. Uh, by... 
Are you still there, Jason? I think we lost him. I think we lost Jason. All right, let's play that tune that he's talking about. Uh, oh, we don't have that tune, but we're going to play Kendrick Lamar. How about that? Uh, That's a good the, idea. Great example of hip-hop and politics. All's my life I has to fight. All's my life I hard times like yeah. Bad trips like yeah. Nazareth, I'm f***ed up, homie, you f***ed up. But if God got us, then we gon' be all right. Kendrick Lamar is We Gonna Be Alright. One of the songs we've actually talked about a lot on this uh, on this show uh, in terms of the message that's behind it and, and sort of how he weaves all of these really interesting different musical influences together there. I mean, it is hip-hop, but the, 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 the voices there and the, the harmony in those voices, I think, really makes that song just pop in a way that, uh, that others don't. Yeah, and, and actually, I mean, um, uh, Candace's comment is certainly uh, quite relevant. And... I'm thinking about the fact that my children sort of discovered political music through A Tribe Called Quest. Yes. Kendrick oh. Lamar, most certainly. Tribe Called Quest, by the way, has, they have brand new yep, music coming out. I know. I'm uh, super excited I can about guarantee that. you it's going to be politically motivated <laughs> yeah, music. Yeah. Um, the Roots continue to do politically motivated music. I mean, it's certainly out there. The fact that it doesn't exist, that's wrong. That's completely wrong. Yeah. Um, it, it, the anthems as I was saying earlier, have become sort of siloed. So everybody sort of has their personal picks. Their fi- like, But that's the point. Motivate politically through music in whatever silo. Yeah, and then yeah. you bring silos together. Yeah, that's and then right. you have a movement. We're going to take uh, a break. And going into the break, uh, we're going to hear a song that uh, I think should be our national anthem. Uh, not just the song itself, but this version of that song. Uh, Ray Charles... America the Beautiful. Stay with us on Detroit Today. We'll be right back. Oh, beautiful, far heroes proved in liberating strife. Self, our country loved. Above the fruity plain 
WDET, a different kind of public radio. You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and that, of course, is Hail to the Chief, a song whose opening strains you hear and, of course, think about the presidency, and about America. And that's what we're talking about this hour, music that makes you feel more American, music that sort of pricks those emotions you have about this country, uh, about the thing that we're doing today, all going to the polls together to choose the next president and lots of other things. Uh, You want to join the conversation, talk about the songs that inspire your patriotism, make you think about this country, make you think about what this country stands for or maybe what it should stand for and maybe doesn't. Uh, 313-577-1019 is the number. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work your comments into the conversation. Joining me uh, to guide us through this maze of wonderful patriotic music is Andalisi, host of Andalisi's Essential Music on WDET, and Rob Reinhart, host of Rob Reinhart's Essential Music, an acoustic cafe here on WDET. We've got lots of Twitter comments I want to catch us up on. Uh, Matthew Dyer says, uh, CCR's Fortunate Son. I think that's a good pick. Mm -hmm. We were talking about protest music uh, before. That's a wonderful example of that. And Brian O'Connor, a columnist at the Detroit News, says, come on, man. The times, they are a-changing. And I am woman, hear me roar. That's a one that I hadn't really thought of. That's a really good uh, That's a really good pick. Um, uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Come gather around people <laughs> wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the time 
that, of course, is Bob Dylan singing "The Times They Are a Changing," and uh, and that was on that's it on was your on list. My list. Yeah. It was. Tell, it was. Tell me why. It was on my list. <laughs> oh, it's it's enduring, and he wrote that specifically to make change. He wanted to bring change about. He wrote a song specifically to do that, and just like the Marvin Gaye song that is is relevant uh, today as it was when he wrote it. Yeah, he doesn't perform it that often in, in concert. He performs it from time to time. Yeah. Um, you know, but it I, seems I, to be one that comes to mind. I feel like Bob Dylan is somebody who feels like a lot of the messages he tried to send in the in the 60s have been either misappropriated by other mm-hmm. people or misunderstood, that, that he was trying to say something very specific and that it's become sort of ubiquitous for uh, for all kinds of other messages. And that, that he, he sure. seems resentful about that. He's a he's a different kind he's of a guy. guy right? <laughs> he's a different kind of guy, but you know what? He's Bob Dylan for sure. You know, when I was getting ready to to do this, and I was listening to some music last night, I had listened to something I hadn't listened to in quite some time. And talk about a precursor to hip hop was Gil Scott Heron. Yes, um, and that the uh, the revolution will, will not, not be, be televised. televised. <laughs> I was listening some to some of it last night, and I remember playing it on the air at WDET the first time I was here. And I remember the first time I heard it, how it just, it stopped me in my tracks, literally. I thought, what is this? What is this, this? is so yeah. captivating. Um, but as we mentioned, you know, some people are going to write about what's right, and some people are going to write about what needs to change. Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of songs about what people think need to change. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. That is a constant in yeah. our culture. All right, uh, let's go back to the phones here. Amy in Dryden. Amy, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. So my patriotic song that I really think of America with is uh, the theme from Independence Day, the movie, (laughs) when Bill Pullman is giving his president's speech. Yeah, all right. That's a great speech, by the way. I mean, it's it's a fictional speech by a fictional president, but I'm always like, ah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) We don't have to take this. This is our Independence Day. Uh, Yeah, the music is perfect. Yeah, no, it is. It's a... it's uh, we're, we're getting a little of it coming in here now, right? <laughs> All right, Amy, thanks very much for that call. Uh, let's go to Robert in Detroit. Robert in Detroit, welcome to Detroit Today. How's it going, man? Good, how are you? Oh, not bad. Not bad. I'm trying to get to the polls. Yeah, it, you know, the lines are long in Detroit, Robert. That's why the first time. The first thing I was talking about, was uh, Bob Seger, 2 plus 2 is on my mind. Oh that was my just one of the first. Yeah. Right. We do not have that, that uh, available. I know, yeah. I know. And then uh, my second choice was East Side Story, trying to keep with Bob Seger because of Detroit. Yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah. But I just wanted to talk to you and, and uh, <laughs> you know, throw that in there and uh, see how it works, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, uh, Robert, I appreciate the call, and I love that you are – anticipating going to vote already pack a lunch that's right that's right you will wait a long time but but don't get out of line Uh, make sure make sure you go do that and everybody needs to to follow that uh, advice uh let's go to jeff in ypsilanti jeff welcome to detroit today you there jeff yeah yeah go ahead yeah uh i think arlo guthrie's uh city of new orleans Good morning, America. How are you today? Is a great lyric within. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think any Guthrie, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harlow, Woody. Uh, uh, we have, uh, a, of course, Woody Guthrie all queued up. So let's listen to this just a little bit. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From the 
California to the New York Island and the Redwood Forest. To the Gulf there we go, Woody Guthrie, with, uh, with probably the song that everybody associates him with. Uh, this land is your land. All right, uh, Jeff, thanks very much uh, for your call. Rob Reinhardt, uh, let's, go back. Now, let's go back to your list. Uh, of course, Ray Charles' America the Beautiful was on your list uh, mm-hmm. and we played that but what else what else do you have uh well you know what i want to play this or again just sort of a, a clip of it uh because really right in the opening stanza you're gonna you're gonna get uh a good feeling for uh, what james mcmurtry was talking about james mcmurtry is uh uh larry mcmurtry's son he's a singer songwriter in texas this was during the bush administration actually they put this out it was a uh, 2004 the 2004 election the song's called we can't make it here um and it really does sort of cover a lot of the problems that we have going on in the world today currently yeah. still So there you go. I mean, and it goes on and on, and you know about how we'll kill for oil, and uh, you know we're going to be doing the bidding of billionaires uh, who can afford to keep their kids out of war, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's on and on and on, which actually gets me thinking about um, the complexity of some of the problems that we're dealing with now. Somebody sure. mentioned CCR yeah. there uh, on the phone call, and fortunate son. You know, when you had the Vietnam War, and you had an entire generation of people who. Were because of the draft, we're going to go to war or not go to war. And then some people who were getting sort of sectioned off and wouldn't have to deal with it because of money and privilege uh, and race, yeah. um, you really had a, a very big situation that everybody understood sure. right away. They understood it viscerally uh, just because they were also in that same age bracket as the people who were making the music. Um, now, I mean, it is hard. It's hard to write a song about economic insecurity and uh, you know inequality, financial inequality. I mean, it's really hard to to get a meaty song together about that. <laughs> it's just very right. difficult to deal. With. Our issues now are much more complex. Yeah, yeah, no, they are. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guests are Andalisi, host of Andalisi's Essential Music here on WDET, and Rob Reinhart, host of Rob Reinhart's Essential music and the acoustic cafe here on WDET. We are talking about music and music that reminds you of America, music that uh, gets you stirred up about America, maybe in a positive way, maybe in a negative way. Uh, The things that that make you think about uh, America and voting and the presidency, of course, we're talking about this today because it's election day and uh, everyone should be either talking about the fact that they did vote or waiting in line to vote or thinking about when they're going to go wait in line to vote. In Detroit, I know the lines are really long, and I think that's probably true throughout the metro area. So if you are 
not planning ahead, uh, you may you may get stuck. In for Michigan, a good long quite time. in the national news in the last forty eight hours, we've like, seen everybody come through town. We right? hadn't expected <laughs> maybe to be uh, so uh, front and center <laughs> right. by today. But it's all good attention, though, it right? It's all good attention, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Toby in Berkeley. Toby, welcome to Detroit today. Hello, good morning. Hey. Thank you so much for doing this show. It's oh, exactly what you. I needed today. Oh, great, great. <laughs> Have you voted yet, Toby? I did. I've oh. been in line for an hour and 15 minutes, oh but it gosh. was totally worth it. I had a smile on my face the entire time. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Person. That's excellent. Yeah. So my song uh, that reminds me of America is uh, America by Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, I love and that song. And I can song. tell you why. I was 16 years old. I was traveling abroad for the first time, and my friend had given me a mixtape, and I popped it in, and that song was on, and it just... <laughs> It just made me miss home, and it made me think about all of the, um, you know, the kind of yearning for freedom and figuring out who you are and the freedoms we have here in America. And yeah. it, it really, uh, really moved me to this day. It still moves me. Oh, oh, what a wonderful tribute, Toby. Thanks very much. For calling. I, and I, I adore this song, and I love... Of course, uh, the the shout out to Michigan that they put yes. <laughs> in the middle of this song, right? They talk yep, about it. Yeah, and us. that was fun. I was in Europe, and I'm like, Michigan does seem like a dream to me now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Toby, thanks very much for that call and for that wonderful pick. Uh, let's go to Cass. Cass in Detroit. Welcome to Detroit today. Hi. Hey. Hi. So today for me, uh, because of her full throated. Uh, Endorsement of Hillary Clinton. My song is Girls by Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> I'm going today. <laughs> Girls, even. I was going to say, maybe I might have picked Beyonce's uh, rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, which was, you know, amazing at, uh, at inauguration four years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a good yeah, pick, I'm too. I'm feeling the girl power this morning. <laughs> right, <so>. right. <laughs> I think a lot of people are feeling that today. Cass, thanks very much for that Thank call. Thank you. Uh, all right, uh, Anne, we're going to go back to your list now. We're going to go back to my list. Back we're gonna to s- your list. We're going to, uh, you know, we can actually go to this next one by The Clash. The Clash. You know, The Clash, sometimes we forget how. It's a British band. It's not even an American mm-hmm. band. It isn't even American. <laughs> However. However, um, what got me about them is as a band, and we sometimes forget how politically charged that band really was at that time. Absolutely. And uh, at the forefront of the punk rock movement, um, they had a lot to say and they got a lot of people's attention and, of course, were very successful in the United States. It was the attitude. It was the fight for the working man mm-hmm. that um, was a universal message that The Clash had at that time. And um, they did some great work, and they had the energy behind it like nobody at that time, I think, uh, when it came to talking about politics and, um, as Rob said, the complexities of what was happening in at that time. So I picked this one. Yeah. It's Clamp Down. Excellent. <laughs>
clarion sort of screech almost yeah. of Joe Strummer. <laughs> Disaffected you, labor. I, know I mean, who that seriously, is. this is this is for labor everywhere. Laborers everywhere. That song still applies. That's great. Yeah. And in fact, you know, so the guy who took his cue from Joe Strummer, Billy Bragg, who yeah. came along just a few years after mm-hmm. the clash. I remember Billy Bragg took some time out. Uh, to raise his kid, and he, he, when he got back on tour, one of the first shows he played was at Meadowbrook. And I thought, oh, well, it's kind of neat. Billy Bragg's coming back. It's the 90s. Okay, cool. <laughs> and he did There Is Power in a Union. And he got up, and actually the guy behind the soundboard, he got up, and he's holding his <laughs> fist up in solidarity. And then everybody in the crowd stands up, and they're holding their fists up in solidarity. And I was like, you know, this is an old union song. And he, here he is doing this in 1996, and this is happening. And I thought, this still happens. This still yeah, happens. Right. And at the time, you know, that really wouldn't have been the thing that would have been super hip. Yeah. Right. Oh, Boy, yeah. it was still happening. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. Uh, Mark in St. Clair Shores. Mark, welcome to Detroit today. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. This is, a, uh, this is a little off message, but I think regardless whether you're Republican or Democrat, this is a song that the losers are going to be singing, which is R.E.M. is the end of the world. So <laughs> that'll be perfect. Another, another yeah, dark yeah. reference from the listeners. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Ann, I'm looking forward to seeing you at Baco on the 28th. Oh, so that's great. Thank you so much. Thing, <laughs> We're going to so have fun. Cool. Absolutely. Of course, this is, this is, this song is, uh, has always sort of struck me as a little strange because uh, the the lyrics are about this sort of uh, Armageddon, but it's this very poppy sort of <laughs> cheery songs. music, and you're like, wait a minute, are you are you wanting me to be excited here, or are you want me to sort of go and run and hide? So <laughs> that's one of many that was uh, uh, requested. A cease and desist order came out uh, on that one from the <laughs> right. REM camp. That's right. Cut it out for right? use. Uh, and uh, I saw a whole bunch of those actually. <laughs> Billboard did a very good thing last week. They traced sort of the role in music in this uh, 2015 2016 campaign. Really interesting to see, um, uh, and it is it is fairly lopsided. But then again, are we surprised? We we shouldn't be surprised because I mean, of course, most of the people who are making music, yeah. most of the people who are involved in this, are part of the culture yeah. class. Right, we yep. call them the culture right. class. Yeah, and um, of course, that you know is a different. It's a different mindset, yeah. right? So, so we're we're not surprised <laughs> that it kind of falls a little lopsided. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, uh, going into the break here, we're gonna. Uh, have one of uh, another one of Ann's picks, uh, Sharon Jones' version, version of, of this. "This Is Your Land." All right, stay with us on Detroit today. We're going to continue talking about songs that inspire your patriotism. Give us a call three one three five seven seven one zero one nine.
You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WBET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and that, of course, is Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock playing the national anthem. And we're playing that today because we're talking about music and the way music relates to our feelings about patriotism in America and voting and the presidency. It is, of course, Election Day. And if you haven't gotten out to, to, to go vote yet, you better go soon. The lines are long here in Detroit and throughout the metro area. And you don't want to miss the opportunity to have your voice be heard on this day. It's really important. Uh, joining me to talk about music and the way it relates to our politics and our feelings of patriotism are Andalisi, the host of Andalisi's Essential Music here on WDET, and Rob Reinhardt host of Rob Reinhardt's Essential Music and uh, the Acoustic Cafe here at WDET. And of course, we want to hear from you. 313-577-1019. What songs do you think of when you think about America? Or what songs make you think about America? Either good or bad. Uh, 313-577-1019. You can go to the WDET Facebook page as well and put your comments there. Or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work your comments into the conversation. Okay, I've got some more folks who know me, of course, who are texting uh, <laughs> with their picks. Nancy, you don't say. <laughs> that's right. Nancy Kaffer, a colleague of mine at the Free Press, says the Mighty Mighty Boss Tone song, Our Only Weapon. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones with our only weapon. Kaffer says that she likes that song for today because it's about fighting hate with love. Message that's sort of appropriate for today, I suppose. Uh, I also have a pick uh, that, I've, oh. that I've gotten in here. Uh, my, I am a huge, huge fan of the musical Hamilton. I've seen it twice. Uh, and uh, that is, of course, about our history and politics. And uh, this song is called The Election of 1800. Every action has its equal opposite reaction. John Adams, the bad, I love the guy, but he's in traction. Poor Alexander Hamilton, he is missing in action. So now I'm facing Aaron Burr with his own faction. He's very attractive in the North. New Yorkers like his chances. He's not That's the election of 1800 from the hit musical Hamilton. Uh, that's my, one of my picks for songs that make you think about uh, America and patriotism. Thank you to Gail for sending that pick in and reminding me of Hamilton and how important uh, that story is on days like this, Election Day 2016. All right, we got lots of folks on the phones who want to join this conversation. Uh, Dean in Troy. Dean. Hi. Welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, I So I'm 22, and this is the second presidential election that I've ever voted in. Um, and I plan to vote for many years to come. But I remember distinctly growing up in the Bush presidency in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and uh, specifically the song Dear Mr. President by Pink, and I think the Indigo Girls as well helped write it. Yeah. Um, and it was just such an earnest plea to President George Bush at the time, and uh, it really resonated with me even as a child, and uh, it made me really excited to be 18 and finally vote. 
Wow. Wow. That's a really great that's a really great story, Dean. <laughs> Come take a walk with me. That's Dear Mr. President uh, by Pink, uh, the pick by uh, Dean and Troy on our show talking about uh, music that makes us think about the presidency or America. That's that's a great example of a song that I would never have thought of. Mm-hmm. I love that the listeners are chiming in here with stuff that uh, that that wouldn't be necessarily be on my mind except for them. So, Dean, thanks very much uh, for the call and for the pick. Steve in Port Huron, you're up next. Welcome to Detroit Today. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hey, Steve. Hello? Yep. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Here in Port Huron. Uh, <laughs> I just relocated from out west uh, recently, and I didn't uh, get my uh, re- registration signed in time to uh, vote today. However, uh, my, my song that I think would really apply, and it might be more of a war protest song, but but I think it all falls in the same category as uh, Tom Waits' uh, Hell Broke Loose. And uh, I'm definitely not for the weak uh, mind. It cuts right to the quick. <laughs> Great pick. <laughs> Hell Broke Loose. <laughs> Tom Waits with Hell Broke Loose. This, remind, this is what reminds Steve of patriotism in America. I don't really care what Tom Waits sings. You're going to pay attention for a second. <laughs> yeah. That's right. In that phase of his singing, yeah. yes, yeah. you're going to pay attention. That's By right. the throat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next, Dan in Detroit. Hey, how's everybody today? Hi, Dan. Good. Hi, Dan. Excellent. All right. Just voted on the east side, uh, and uh, it's all good. Lines were long, but that's... Uh, that's what we want, yeah, right? That's right. Right. That's right. So, so my my pick is uh, "Fortunate Son." Uh, uh, another uh, guide for "Fortunate Son." <laughs> yeah, uh, John Fogerty. I mean, it, it just nails this with regard to you know who espouses the sort of uh, patriotism and then who pays the price for patriotism. Hypocrisy. Yeah. 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 Wonderful dichotomy. That's over. That's a really great way to put that, Dan. Uh, absolutely. Creedence Clearwater Revival with Fortunate Son. That's the pick of Dan in Detroit uh, this election day. The song that reminds him of America and patriotism. They're sort of a critique of patriotism. And as Rob Reinhart points out, hypocrisy. I'm Stephen Henderson. Uh, this is Detroit Today. My guests are Ann DeLisi, host of Ann DeLisi's Essential Music here on WDET, and Rob Reinhart host of Rob Reinhardt's Essential Music and Acoustic Cafe here on WDET. We're talking about music and the way it relates to our politics and patriotism, the idea of the presidency and voting. 313-577-1019 is the number. That's 313-577-1019 to join the conversation and tell us what uh, what songs are on your mind as you either get out of the line for voting or get into it and Maybe stand there for an hour or two. <laughs> uh, Ruby in Ferndale. Ruby, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning. Hey, how are Hi, you? Ruby. I, wonderful. I already voted. Very good. Nice. And my choice um, is Ella's 
song by Sweet Honey in the Rock. Oh, wow. Great we pick. do not have yeah. that, but that is a, oh, that's another yeah. song Most that I would have people think it's of. called We Who Believe in Freedom. But, but it's, it's called, called uh, Ella's Song. Yeah. See, I, I wish we had it so we could play it for the listeners. What is it about that yeah. song, Ruby? Well, it's, 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 well, the words are, We Who Believe in Freedom cannot rest until it comes. But then that's the refrain. But then it goes on to say, until the color of um, a, a black man's son is as important as the color of a white man's son, you know, we will not be free. And look at that. Our engineer, Matthew Trevethan, works wonders and gets it. And now we're listening to it. <laughs> oh, it was Jake Neer. I'm sorry, our producer. I thought it was Matthew. Did this. Jake Neer, our producer here at Detroit Today. <laughs> These are the words of Ella Baker. She was an organizer during the civil rights movement in the 1960s. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. We who believe in freedom. Ruby, that's a great pick. That, of course, is a, is a cover of that song by Tulani Kennard. Uh, but we did find it for you. So thank you very much for calling. And, and again, that's a song that I wouldn't necessarily have thought of uh, that uh, one of our listeners comes up with. Uh, all right. Uh, that's going to – we're going to have to end this here. I wish we could keep going uh, for another hour, I'm sure, because we've got uh, lots of people who have who have ideas. Ann DeLisi and Rob Reinhart, thank you both Pleasure. very much Pleasure to be here. Thank uh, you, for being Thanks, here. And we're going to go out on – a song that uh, everybody knows and uh, people can sort of sing along. Uh, the, another version of our Star Spangled Banner by Whitney Houston. It's going to do it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. Be sure to go out and vote. Uh, we will talk about what happens today, tomorrow on Detroit Today. Uh, Detroit Today is produced by Laura Weber Davis and Jake Neer. Program director is Joan Isabella. Technical director and engineer Matthew Trevethan. Associate producer is Aaliyah. And the Detroit Today theme song was composed by WDET's Sam Bovian. This is 1019 WDET Detroit, Wayne State's public radio station. I'll see you tomorrow.